You're struggling with look. Go ahead. Hey, don't worry about that. That's why I'm facing this way. Don't worry about that, man. Oh my god. We got You're acting like just like the plant. Okay? Hear me out. Just like the plant. You know, we might be put together here. This might be our strongest attribute. It's not. We might be put together here. We got roots. Here and here and here. And our roots might look good. But, you know, we might be a little rough around the edges some places. <laughs> this makes absolutely no sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> all No, stop it. It's all Here and here. That's a lot of, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Welcome back to the Born Broke Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for the latest podcast clips and podcast updates, and listen to our latest episode on Spotify. Now let's get to the show. I feel like a lot of people are lacking in the sense of like uh, planning. It's a lot of people just kind of living life. And most of the time they blame it on the fact that they don't know what they want to do with their life. But that you don't have to plan the, you know, the entire picture itself. Take little steps, you know. Um, plan those those things in between. Like, okay, let's do this first. Do this first. Don't worry about the finish line. Focus on what's in front of you. And I feel like a lot of people are only seeing the finish line. Mm. You know, you got to... You have to... How do I say this? The ship needs a map to find land. You know, without you know, and without that guidance, you're just you're at, you're just out there. Yeah, you're stuck. You're stranded, looking for help, searching for booty. Exactly. Look, begging. Look, you're on a ship. You're begging God. Like, yeah. hey, please, if you could just, you know, and ideally, that's what that's what they're doing, which is kind of funny because if it's in book, you gotta you gotta plan. Your future, it doesn't have to be the entire thing, but it's going to help you in the long run because you're going to, because let's say something stressful happens, whatever it may be, something something unplanned, something outside of your system that you already had. And usually, let's say something that really stress you out, something money concerning or family health. And now you have to take time away or spend more time mm. doing something else. Yeah. And if you already have things kind of planned out ahead of time, even if it was like a small plan, like, um, you know, how, how do I say this? Like, I'm going to do overtime in these upcoming weeks, only on Thursdays, and, you know, do something else on the Friday and Saturday and take that Sunday off or have you have your week planned. <clears throat> Just doing that. So, that, so like, let's say this negative thing happens. Boom. I already was doing overtime. Not for this, but I have the money already set on the side. Just plan something small. Slowly build yourself to, you know, do greater things than what you're currently doing. You'll feel better, for sure. Like, you feel like you're doing something. Yeah. I, I think people, well, there's so much to get into with that. I think people think success or progress is a linear thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's absolutely not ever going to be linear. You're not going to choose one day to want to be a success and then put all these plans in place. And then everything's going to go in this you know, straight and narrow yeah. ascension up to the top. It it never works that way. And I think another thing that Dante's kind of talking about is people don't put in some sort of plan. They only focus on the end. Well, there's lots of space in the middle uh, that needs to be accounted for. And like you said, I mean, he's, he's put out the example of taking overtime and then that something financially bad happens. 
well, you already took, you know, the overtime yeah. and, and covered for it. I think to his point, to talk about kind of the things that happen in between, I'm also thinking of how people lose focus when they're only focusing on the end goal. And what I found that has actually helped me out a lot is instead of focusing on the final thing that I'm, you know, working towards, I'm focusing on the daily actions that I can take to actually help me get there. Because I think, I forgot who said this, but they said that successful people and losers both have the same dreams. And that's I like had to sit with that for a second and yeah, think like about that. it. Well, they do, ideally. And it's saying that everybody can dream or have a goal, but not everybody's going to actually take daily actions and step-by-step planning to get there and deal with all the hurdles and everything like that. Um, there's actually a, a very good example of this in Atomic Habits, and it's that um, when you put ice out in a room from you know you know when it's one degree in the room up until 31 degrees nothing happens to the ice nothing and in the book he says that everybody stops at 31 degrees Hmm. meaning you've done all this you know work you've done all this you know turning up the temperature whatever Hmm. you want to say um and then you never waited long enough to pass that Last point, yeah. because you gave up. You thought it was taking too long or something like that. He said when you turn the temperature up to 32, then something starts to melt. And I think that's something that people are missing is that they'll only focus on the end goal and they'll be doing something for, I don't know, a year or two. And they'll think, or not even a year or two, some people don't even make it that far. They'll yeah. do something for months or days or something and they mm. think that's it. But they don't wait until the ice melts. Um, so to his point, I think it's, it's very beneficial to not only accept the the downfalls in your path and just know that it's part of the journey, but also to to you know plan for daily actions instead of planning for the end goal. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it should be handled. I like that. It was dope. The ice. The yeah. Well, the same example of that is when there's a miner picking at a rock. Mm-hmm. For hundreds and hundreds of hours, and then he stops. There's a picture of that actually. Oh yeah, I've seen. I, okay, and, this one I, I can. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same example. And then you know, he goes to finally do the last rock, and then he's just like, you know what? I'm tired of this. And then there's like a, you know, outside like, picture of there's the a biggest, diamond in the there. Biggest diamond. Biggest he, diamond he, he ever, ever seen. need to. Yeah. Need to reach his, his last time in the anyway, yeah. His last time in the in the mine. Something about that ice though. The ice. Something about that ice. The ice <laughs> example hits differently mm-hmm. because. Well, one, I don't even know that ice smelled at 32 degrees. <laughs> and two... Celsius or Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. Oh. And two, it just makes total sense. Like, like you could sit there and do the same thing over and over again. And supposedly, in your head, you think it's going to work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why won't it? Like, let's, let's just say the average person finds something that is a proven, set, and true way to be successful. Mm-hmm. Let's just say. It's not all the time, but let's just say. Most of the time, even when they have the formula or the uh, blueprint, they'll stop before the ice melts. So that's why I think that it's such a powerful metaphor. Because sometimes you have you're doing the right thing, you just stop too early. Mm-hmm. 
You want to know something that's super hard, though? Something like to maintain continuously. And it's funny because it's like you think it's not so difficult to like maintain such a simple thought of, of yourself. But just believing in yourself is definitely one of the hardest things you can ask of yourself and others can ask of you. Because like if let's say something small happens. Let's say you just didn't hit this number you had planned for whatever reason or whatever this number may be set for and you miss it immediately upon failure was i was i ever able to do this mm. the the questions start building the doubt you go to your you go to your comfort circle right mom dad sister you know partner of you know whoever and they start telling you you know you tried your best you're good next mm. time and though they're telling you this you can't hear them it's it's like it's like they're you know, just like it's just a wind hitting you and just blowing by. And all you can really feel is your own thoughts. Like you're, you're hearing what they're saying, but you can't even digest it. You can't even you can't even fight yourself mentally to accept these words of comfort and positivity because all you're saying in your head is failure. <clears throat> and you're trying to figure out why I failed. Now, now you're on this, you know, this staircase and every step down. It's just you spiraling more and more into doubt. Reflecting on mm-hmm. everything. And um, you have to, I think you have to fail to be successful at believing in yourself better. So it's necessary for you to go into this process. You know, though how, how hard it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, tremendous. And based off what the failure was in the first place <clears throat> and how you were kind of built up into believing your own greatness. So let, let's say, for example... It's like um, you've been told your whole life you're the fastest, right? And then one day you run into Usain Bolt. (laughs) 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 And you race him, right? Yeah. Obviously, you're going to lose and you're not the fastest. Yeah. But you've been carrying this with yourself for all these years and it just got destroyed. In (laughs) 4.6 seconds. Exactly. (laughs) And now you have to figure out what am I good at? Oh, yeah. So you it's you rebrand yourself in your own head. Like you used to, like it's funny how you transition from saying I'm really good at this as you get older to I'm alright at that. Cuz you start to accept your how ordinary you are. <laughs> <laughs> now, it doesn't mean you're like you're not not good, you're not great at something. You're just not what you thought you were. You're just not what you thought you were. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to be who you are. Yeah. And that's where you start to slip is you start to think, I, myself, I'm just not it. I have two thoughts about that. That was great, by the way. I have two (laughs) thoughts about that. My number one thought is how you said you're not what you thought you were. Mm -hmm. I used to make music, as few people know, um, as you now know. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, for many different things, I stopped, and I'm not trying to go on like a ramble here, but um, number one reason I stopped was because the whole reason for me getting into it was a way to express myself and get my thoughts out there that I couldn't do in regular conversation, Mm -hmm. okay? Number one. Number two, I thought it was the end-all, be-all, what I wanted to do, right? But in reality, it was just tied into the first reason I did it in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then once that time was to pass... 
I realized it wasn't for me no more. But one thing I realized during that process was there are certain things that I'm just I I'm just not able to. You know what I mean? And and those certain things one made me not necessarily like I didn't look at it like quitting. I just looked at it like it served its purpose for the time. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, I just came to accept it. Like, you know what? Other people are meant to be artists. And you know what? I don't think I am. I just think this was a moment in time. I think uh, I needed it for, like, expression and things like that. But, you know, it's time to move on. It's time to accept that maybe you you won't end up being, like, great at this thing. And I, it was kind of a beautiful thing. It was like, dude, you don't have to look at every little thing that happens to you as this just horrible like event that happened that just was so mm-hmm. terrible like it was it was a beautiful thing you know i'm done um i did what i could and then and then uh i didn't look at it like failure um uh, so that was the first thing i wanted to say about everything you're talking about but the second thing i wanted to say was i was listening to can't hurt me which is the audiobook by david goggins mm-hmm. and he failed the pull-up record Guinness World Records the first time and I think something really powerful that he said was when he failed the first time his mom was there and they were talking in the car and she said um, that she already she had booked something or something for him that was going to go towards the next time. Mm-hmm. And he said something along the lines of, that's just my mom knowing the kind of person I am and knowing that I'm going to try again. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a question of, oh, you know, you're great at that. You you know, get back on the, or, you know, it's fine that you failed or whatever. Um, you know, you can, you can try or whatever or, you know what you were saying, like how mm-hmm. you don't even ex- you don't even hear what your family are saying. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a different approach she took. Like she already had set the next steps for him to do it again, mm-hmm. without even mentioning anything about anything, and already like had the plan in place for him to do it again. And he got right back up, and like the next week he was already practicing pull ups again. And I just thought that was like a powerful way to look at it because it's like if we. Yes, we need to acknowledge what our family's saying about us failing at something, mm-hmm. but we also need to just like realize that failure is just a, a part of the process, and just get back up and and I guess uh, you know get right back on it instead of you know getting in that place where we're getting all upset about it. Yeah, <clears throat> I would say I, I say this to myself all the time. I don't usually say it out loud. I'd actually, I never say it out loud. But I, I, when I sit down and I think about my life, uh, I seem to always come up with the this, the uh, statement of, I've never experienced nothing better than failure in my entire existence. It is the most alive I ever feel is when I fail. There's nothing comes close. And you may, people may be like, what about when you succeed? And... You feel great. You have this euphoric moment. 
but it doesn't last as long as the failure. It doesn't. Oh. It doesn't make me make me as much human as failure does. And humbled. Exactly. It. It, it for the failure it changes who I am. The success is just the award at the end. You know, it's like I made it, but that journey. You know. <laughs> yeah. So that's just generally how I look at it for the most part. No matter how many times I think about it, every tear I've cried, every doubt I've created, I've stepped over them and just kept climbing. And that's the beauty of the failure. It's like it's like these things are put in place for me to overcome them by destiny or something. And uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thought. I, like I just love my life the way it is and how it's been put together. It's, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, mm-hmm. you feel euphoric, which is a perfect feeling to express success. Mm-hmm. But then with failure, like you said, it opens up everything. Yeah. And I think to even add to your point, I think the reason why you might feel so uh, alive is because it opens up your brain to so much introspection and mm-hmm. reflection on what just happened. And then it gets you all pumped up and everything. At, well, if you're the type of person that has this mindset mm-hmm. to be like, okay, what can I do to what can I do to change this? Yeah. And then you get all freaking hyped up, mm-hmm. and then you know it's time to go. Today we're actually taking call-ins. Uh, this is a plan made by Anthony. You know, uh, I think it's great. It's cool. It's gonna be a good time. We got two planned. We just had a kind of a surprise one. Yeah, uh, we had one plan. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a surprise one. Well, yeah, we hope you like it. <laughs> there you go. Am I really? Do you have a question to ask the pod? We're taking call-ins today. Do you have a question to ask the pod? really? Yeah, do you have a question to uh, ask the pod? Hmm. What is one thing that's giving you life right now that, like, really excites you about life? Oh, wow. I like that. That's a good question. Are we going to keep her on while we... Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll go first. Cool. I would say... It's everything that I haven't achieved yet. He said everything that I haven't achieved yet. Mm, can you explain more? <laughs> can I explain more? It's it's the idea that I still have. Uh, what are you doing? Never mind. It's I still have these dreams, these goals, and aspirations that I just look forward to doing, and like and they just like the potential that you have. Yeah, it's it's inspiring. Nice. What I think the exact same thing is giving me life, like the the pursuit of me achieving all my goals. Way to be original. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's the same. <laughs> well, if you want me to, if you want me to pick something else, no, that no, tr- truthfully, it's the same thing. I'm just excited to see where I go. Nice. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to let you. I'm gonna have to let you yeah. go. Let me see. Hello. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> so you have a question for us. I do have a question. Okay, what's going on? What's your question? I want to pick your guys' brains and see how you feel about measuring your successes. Do you have to complete your goal to the exact level that you set it at for it to be a success? Or do you think there's ways to find... Um, find successes in the work that it took to get where you ended up, even if you didn't end up where you wanted to be. So, uh, I don't know. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. The way that I look at it is I'm successful. I'm sorry. I'm successful every time I make a step toward my goal. 
Every single step I take toward it. So I always have that happy, euphoric feeling, no matter what. Even if it's small, if it's toward my achievement, no matter what it may be, I've already started feeling like, you know, I'm doing it. So I don't, I don't gauge it by the completion. I, I gauge it by the process itself. I think for, I think for me, um, <laughs> I would like to say that I'm satisfied when something doesn't go exactly to the T how I wanted it to go or the goal that I had, you know, I don't make that exact goal, but you know, I just, I'm trying to be okay sometimes with, with, you know, right underneath what I want it to be at, but it usually doesn't work out out like that, man. I'm usually kind of, you know, upset that I didn't hit exactly what I planned out. And sometimes that's me setting pretty lofty goals in short, short amount of time. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's just me not hitting something due to an action that I made that was actually not beneficial to me completing that goal. So, for example, last year I didn't make as many cold calls as I wanted to, which means I didn't hit the amount of houses that I sold. So this year I'm calling like a madman, you know, (laughs) calling on the toilet. I'm calling, you know, driving a car, you know, all the time. So I'd say... um, to answer your question, I I'm I'm kind of wanting to hit that exact goal that I set for myself because I think it it can be done. All right, uh, your answer actually gave me another question. If it's all right, if I ask it, yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> so in your in your experience, then, because you said that in your head you've got to complete it to really feel satisfied with it. Don't you see that as being potentially dangerous for um, <laughs> your ability to set goals and, you know, the way that you go about even everyday life, if, like you were talking about with work, you have goals set, um, don't you see it as being potentially dangerous to be like, okay, I'm going to set this goal, and if I don't hit it, then I'm going to be really down on myself going forward? No, you're 100% right. I think there's times where it's, like, completely toxic and dangerous do you mean dangerous is in like toxic yeah i mean even dangerous to your health and your your um just like you wanting to set goals in the future you know if you fail a goal and you really get down on yourself for it you tend to not want to go through that again i mean people don't want to do things that make them uncomfortable especially if they tried it once and it didn't work out for them but that, that's how that's how you become successful in the first place um, yeah, I forgot. But that's how you become successful in the first place is you're not going to succeed every single time. There are going to be minor failures or maybe some major ones in between. And it's it's understanding why and how it happened that you kind of like even yes, you're, you're attacking yourself. But it's how you find out how to make it never happen again or not as often. That, that's exactly the response I was going to give. Well, I was going to give I was going to say, yes, it is kind of dangerous and um, uh, toxic. And yes, there are some times where I'm way too hard on myself, but in those times, those deep, you know, uh, deep holes that I put myself in, I'm also figuring out a lot about myself as a person, as a man, and as a business uh, owner that I probably wouldn't have figured out if I was just like, oh, you know, my goal was, I don't know, let's say to make a thousand dollars this month and I only made 500 
Like, uh, you know, I feel like I figure out more of myself by being a little bit harder on myself than I think I should. Now, obviously, I can dial it back a ton, but um, a lot of my learning has come from that place and that pain because that pain hits so hard that I just want to figure out how I can, you know, best not feel this pain again. So, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, it might make somebody not want to head towards the uncomfortable but the pain that I'm putting myself through hits so hard <laughs> that I I go towards the uncomfortable and it never wanted to happen again. All right. Well, thanks, guys. That was very insightful. Um, he can do it. Big fan of the pod, so keep up the good work. I listen every week. So. Oh, we appreciate it, Don. Yeah, love you. Any, <laughs> love you, man. Anything else? Anything else you want to add? <laughs> do you want to do you want to plug anything? Do I want to plug anything? Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> I'll say that it is not crazy to talk to your family members when you're fresh out the shower. <laughs> you not have to get dressed first. <laughs> All right, man. All right, we love you, man. All right, see you, man. All right, see you, man. He would not let that go. It's, <laughs> he would not let it go. He's been holding on to that for a bit. Yeah, he. so what he was making reference to was episode, I don't even know what episode we're on now, what, 15? Is this 15? Holy cow. Yeah, 15. We're on episode so, 15. So episode 14, where I said, I do not like answering the phone <laughs> when I'm not wearing clothes. Yeah. He is just so appalled by my opinion on that, that he will not let it go. But that was a great question. I mean, um, yeah, he was at the end of it, though? Pain, pain. Pain. <laughs> well, I did feel pain. I know, but man. I said pain a lot. Man, you were not. Look, I know you felt it. Hello? Hello? Hey, Mom. Hey. Do you have a question? Yes, my question is, if you could fast forward 20 years from now, what would you like to be doing, and who would you like to be in your tribe? Hmm. That's a good question. Do you want to start down there, or should I? It's your turn to start. It's my mom, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I would want to be still self-employed, either doing real estate or doing another type of business where I could be self-employed. I would want to be living somewhere 20 years yeah 20 years so you'd be 42 i would want to be living probably somewhere like florida or california um i think obviously i want to still be doing the podcast i want dante and the tribe doing the pod with me um i want to own a winery and I want to just be healthy and and uh, be in a place where I can travel and take care of my family. I think that's what I w- would want. And how many grandbabies will I be getting? <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> how uh, many? Two. All right. Two, that's all. Just two? Yeah, okay. Just two, yeah. Uh, well, Dante's still going to answer you the question. Selfish. Yes, yes. How am, I, how am I selfish? Just, you just call me selfish. Just two. 
You are something else. Well, well, my sister can give her more. And this ain't about your sister. You know, two. How many kids do you want? I'm messing with you. Oh, I'm like, you didn't even want kids. I know. Chanta doesn't even want kids. <laughs> oh, he just likes you. He wants you to have like seven grandbabies. <laughs> yeah. Is she? It's just not a lovable woman. Come on now. Yeah, you, you can you can make Dante your grandbaby. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Anyway. <laughs> What do you want to be doing twenty years from now, Mom? You'll be, what do you'll be? Yeah, you'll be oh old. You'll Lord, be old. I'm gonna be like sixty-six. You'll be older than dirt. You're... I better be sitting on a beach somewhere getting my buns toasty. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what. Hey, when she said buns, yo. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, hang up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like so scared for the words she's about to say. <laughs> After what? buns, it can only, it can only go. Uh, something cool about my mom, guys, is she has started to convert a van with my dad, and they're hoping to take it around the United States and travel with it. So, are you still going to be in the van? Oh, most definitely. You're going to bury me in that, in that van. <laughs> You're going to have two vans by then, maybe three. No, no. Just the one van? <laughs> yeah, we love this this van. Big booty, Judy. <laughs> All right, Mom. <laughs> we, we love you. I have a nice right, love you too. Bye. Love you too. Get those buns toasty. All right, see ya. Bye. I didn't answer the question. Huh? Oh, my God. We had to get her out of here. <laughs> we had to get yeah, we had to get my mom out of here. She had to go. She said buns out. She, when she said buns, I said, okay. Hold on, we gotta go. He said, this is the woman that pushed me out. Would you rather never watch another TV show or a movie out of the two ever again? Damn. This is a tough question, but I'm leaning towards TV already only because with movies, mm-hmm. I'm increasingly being less uh, intrigued by the movies coming out now. Mm-hmm. But there's so many classics that what if I wanted to go back to something I hadn't seen? Mm. But then I'm thinking, okay, well, TV's always going to come out with something new. Mm-hmm. So that's my predicament. But I think, I think I'd think i have to get rid of TV. I, mm, that's hard, though, because The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Did you even start watching The Last of Us? Nope. Oh, man. Do you have HBO? Nope. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, my mom has it, so I have it. But Man, on. <laughs> the Last of Us was the best show on television mm. for the last couple months. Mm-hmm. Easy. Mm. And you have to watch it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. What I would you pick? I knew you were going to tell me that. You can't come back to um, the pod room unless you've seen The Last of Us. <laughs> That's funny. You need me. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a- I'm like, hey, next week comes around, we're about to film. I'm like, hey, man, yeah. you know, forget what I said about that, that rule. Uh, you come back. Um, I'm going to go with uh, movies over the TV show, so I'm going I'm to keep the movies. You keep the movies? Keep the movies. So we both just agree for once? We disagree all the time. Huh? We disagree all the time. No, I said we both just agreed for once. Oh, they said disagree. I thought you said you're leaning toward TV shows. Stay, like in No, the- remember I switched it around and I said, but I had to get rid of TV. Yeah, I can't do the... Like I love TV shows, but they just fall off. Like the the longer the show, the worse the ending. Mm. And historically, for me, that's been the case, and I'm just tired of it. Fed up. 
<laughs> Hold on. Is there any shows that have debunked that? I mean, not really. Prison Break. You ever seen Prison Break? I've seen parts, but I never finished. I was I was young when it came out, so I never really kept up with it. Super strong first season, like top of the line TV. Mm-hmm. Second season, insanely good. Mm. Third season, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like they're in I, they're in Chicago. The first, oh, oh. you don't want me to spoil it? No, I'm spoiling. I'm no, it's no spoilers. They're just they're the show's based in Chicago, in the first. Oh, actually, this is a huge spoiler. Yep, Never there you mind. go. Never I'm mind. Said something. Look what you're gonna do to yeah, us. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It, go watch it. <laughs> Sopranos. Sopranos. It's my favorite show ever. Never. You're willing to never see it again? Yeah, I've seen it twice. Maybe three times, I think. Hmm. But super. Every season's strong. Controversial ending, but I think mm-hmm. it, I think it was good for six seasons. But that show is like it's different. Martin Scorsese, like you can't get wrong with it. Martin Scorsese. I know that sounds so like. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what I can't do. Never mind. I was about to say something super. I'll say the only things that'll keep me TV show wise is I love watching anime, so I feel like I feel like it's tough because I'm, I'm I probably give up the movies. Isn't there solid anime movies though? It's not like, not the, like the no, show. No, not like the shows. It's because the show is like the consistent story and stuff. It's, it, it's not consistent story. It's it's like it's like you want to see something that has just a beautiful build up over time and doesn't fall off. The anime is man. What is it? What you said? Like something just just like you know how I said regular yeah. like like reality shows. Like, yeah, they tend to fall off. Or actors leave, sick, pass, or whatever. Do you know? This? Oh, you said them animes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what. I and um, it's just in terms of anime, it doesn't it doesn't happen? It can't. It's impossible because it's not yeah. real. And man, do they write beautiful stories, they sad write, stories? They write the hell, look, I'm in there. <laughs> I, I, I remember when I was a kid crying. Anime do that too sometimes. <laughs> What's the? I never got into animes. What was that one that everybody said was like super emotional? emotional they said it was like a crazy story but a lot of people told me about this one i had to watch i still haven't gotten around to watching it um it was like a it was a asian one uh, they're all asian <laughs> i don't know what to do with that i don't i don't know what to do with that I, got, I, just, yeah, I never watched animes man you could just just skip keep, past that man just help me with what you're trying to describe and we'll leave the whole beyond lost no i wouldn't know I don't think I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. I don't know. Thank you for watching the Born Bro podcast. No, no, wait, 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 no, no, no. Thank you for watching. What, what, is, what is it about? I know they told you like I a, don't know. They didn't tell me anything. Spirited, spirit, spirited right. away. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That's, that's a classic. Oh, there's uh, honestly anything Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. I think that's I think that's how you say it. But they made um a lot of the classics people love. You don't discuss me. <laughs> All right, we're done. Close, close it up. He's being real uh, harassy. <laughs> Thank you for watching the Born Broke podcast. We appreciate all the support and all the love on all the episodes. Hope you like the call-in uh, segment of the show that's going to be on you know, every so often. And without further ado, 
Born Broke. Actually, before that, before he says Born Broke, Born broke. we're filming. 